Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is Podcast 226. Again, we are looking at routines and rituals that lead to righteousness, that lead to everyday practical godliness. That's right, not the righteousness that takes us to heaven. That's only found in Jesus Christ as a gift that he robes us with and graces us and gives to us. But I'm talking about practical righteousness. That is practicing godliness. There are rituals and routines that we can be involved with every day that will enhance our walk with God. I've spoken to you about developing a whole heart, a heart that's filled with shalom, that's complete, that's whole, that's balanced, that's able to be in harmony with the Spirit of God in our lives. I spoke with you about that in the last podcast, but I want to talk to you about the thing that is essential, and I mean essential to every life that is going to walk with God. Every person that desires to love God more needs to be much about reading and studying the Bible. You see, the written Word of God and the living Word of God cannot be separated. That is, they will never contradict each other. It is said about Jesus that he is the Word, the living Word, and that the Word is God. That's John 1.1. And the Word became flesh. That is, the Logos became flesh and dwelled among us. And we beheld, we looked, we stared at his glory, the glory as of the only begotten, the monogenes, the one-of-a-kind son, the unique son of God, the only one who had a DNA like him, where God is his father and he had an earthly mother. No one ever was like him before. No one will ever be like him after. And he is unique. But also, Jesus himself said in John seventeen seventeen that he prayed to the Father that we would be sanctified. Those of us who follow him would be set apart, would be sanctified by truth, and that his word is truth. Now, think about this. Jesus said that... The Word of God, the truth of God, the Bible, that's why he's talking about the Scriptures, are the very words of God. Every jot and every tittle is going to be fulfilled. It's all accurate. It's all inerrant. It's all infallible. All of these words describe the Word of God that will never lead us astray. But Jesus, the living Word, and the written Word are likened to each other. When we say, are you going to study the Word? Well, how do you know the living Word? We wouldn't know the living Word or even that He came unless we had the written Word. So if you're going to love Jesus and you say you are going to follow Him, then you have to be consumed with the written Word of God. You need to learn how to study it. You need to learn how to apply it to your life. All of us have to if we're going to grow. There's no such thing as growth apart from studying and reading and applying the Word of God. God to our lives. That is the written word. People say, well, I want to, I just love Jesus, but I'm not into Bible study. Well, then you don't love Jesus. 
You really don't. And if you loved him once, it won't be long till you'll fall away. And the reason is that has to do with obedience. And we are to study to show ourselves approved unto God, tested by God and found faithful. And then I mentioned the word truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He's talking about himself. He is the living truth. But yet again, John seventeen seventeen, he said that his word is truth and that he wants to sanctify us through the truth that is found in Scripture. That is Scripture. How is it that over and over again, these words are used interchangeably and synonymously? Jesus said, you shall know the Son, and the Son shall set you free. And if the Son shall set you free, you shall be free indeed. Well, that's a clear statement that the Son is what sets you free. But yet Jesus said in that same passage, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. So Jesus is the living truth. He is the living son. And the Bible is the truth that is in written form. All to say, when you do one, you do the other. When you love one, you love the other. And they are inexorably linked together. Now, also, the Bible links together the filling of the Spirit of God with the filling of the Word of God. You say, well, you know, I'm just a spiritual person and God just talks to me. Well, God only talks to you through the Word. You say, wait just a minute. God spoke to me in a dream. I'm not talking about some one-time or two-time experience. I'm talking about on a regular basis where there is no kind of confusion about what's said. You can get a dream confused. You can get an impression confused. You can't get the Word of God that's written. You can study it over and over again. You can parse every verb. You can decline every noun. You can read the sentence syntactically, grammatically, in every way that language is exercised. And you will find out that it's consistent throughout, it's confluent throughout. Now, the reason I'm saying this is because the Bible says we are to be filled with the Spirit of God. And it says if we are filled with the Spirit of God, this is Ephesians chapter 5, and we are commanded to be filled with the Spirit of God. That means to be controlled by the Spirit of God, that that will produce something in our lives. It means that we're going to be affected in the way we worship. He said we are to speak to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. That is psalmoi, hymnos, hymnoi, and odes. That is ballads, singing and making melody in our heart or with our heart to the Lord. We're going to have an attitude of gratitude, and we're going to be getting in our rightful order and place in the kingdom of God. Well, that's being filled with the Spirit of God, being controlled by the Spirit of God. That's what the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 18, 19, 20, 21. Well, in the book of Colossians, the same writer, the Apostle Paul, under inspiration of the Spirit, said, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Look what he says. Teaching and admonishing one another in psalmoids, hymnoids, and ode, in odes. Singing with grace in your heart heart to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or in deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. In other words, the same fruit that is produced by the Spirit of God when you are under the control of the Spirit of God, when you're filled with the Spirit of God, is the same fruit that's produced when a person is filled with the Word of God, with the written Word of God, with the truth of God, the Word of Christ dwelling in us richly. I guess what I am summing up 
here at the end in saying is this. You've got to learn to read the Bible and read it every day. Study it every day. It's more important than physical eating. And you know how important it is. God wants us to eat. God wants our bodies to be healthy. But he wants our soul and spirit to be healthy as well. And that's what we're neglecting. Oh, we neglect our body. We don't exercise. We take in too much, exercise too little. That's called fatness. Or we starve ourselves to death don't take care of our bodies and we get sick. Well, the same thing is true in the spiritual realm, in the immaterial realm, in the mystical realm, if you will. That is that part that we cannot see. God wants us to be healthy. And in order for us to be healthy, we've got to ruminate and meditate on the Word of God. It has to dwell in us. And so in the next podcast, I want to talk to you about really how we do that. And it's not just reading and reading and reading, and we need to do that. And we need to do it on a regular basis. But folks, we have got to learn to start allowing the Word of God to saturate us. And that's when real growth takes place, and it becomes a part of you in our very subconscious. And we allow the Word of God to dwell in us, to live in us richly, so that not only we know what God's doing in our lives, but others see what He's doing in our lives. It is so very important as we walk on the way. This is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On The Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.